allow me to tell you about the three most important days of my life. I wouldn't want any of the three to think I'm playing favourites, so I'll list them in strict chronological order. The first was Friday the 13th of October 1972. Friday the 13th. On that date, as a Fokker prop crash-landed in the Andes with 45 passengers who would ultimately devour each other to survive, Antonio and Carla, that is to say my mum and dad, 18 at the time, conceived me in the back seat of an unprepossessing off-white Citroën Diane. The two teens had parked their beloved second-hand car in a large empty square on the outskirts of Rome, included in the town plan by far-seeing city administrators as a handy refuge for lovebirds. It was a bleak setting, filled by the occasional abandoned refrigerator and stacks of battered cars, a perfect backdrop for a tender love story. Antonio and Carla had met that afternoon at a birthday party for Manrico, a sweaty, overweight loser from Frascati who'd been pining after Mamma ever since middle school. She'd just turned down his offer to join him in a slow dance to the languid notes of a young Elton John. And that's when she saw Papa staring at her from a distance and almost choked on her tuna mayonnaise and tomato panino. And, truth be told, Papa was the kind of guy who regularly made girls choke on their panini. He was tall, skinny, and too cool for school. He played the electric guitar and regularly wrote rock music, cribbed shamelessly from lesser-known songs by the Rolling Stones. He resembled Sean Connery's better-looking brother, but with a scar on one cheek that gave him a mysterious smold that 007 could only dream of. He could hold a room full of people wrapped for hours with stories about how he got that scar. Depending on the audience, either he'd received it in a bloody brawl in an open-air market in Mexico City, or else he'd been stabbed by a hulking rugby player from the mountains of Bergamo, brooding over a two-timing wife and a welter of painfully justifiable suspicions, or else it had been that time that Frank Sinatra broke a bottle over his head because he couldn't stand what a good singer Antonio was. Papa was a professional bullshit artist, so outstanding in his lying skills that, if he'd set his mind to it, he could easily have become Prime Minister of Italy. But I, and I alone, knew the truth, whispered to me by a dangerous double agent from the South, namely my Aunt Pina. Papa had taken a tumble with his tricycle when he was three and had landed face-first on the pavement. Be that as it may, Antonio the lady-killer liked to retire each night to the back seat of his Citroën Diane with a different, blushing passenger. That night it was Mama's turn, and she was indeed seduced, but not, however, abandoned, because at the very instant of supreme pleasure a red Fiat 500 smashed into the rear bumper of my parents' car. At the wheel and in the passenger seat were two half-drunk twenty-year-olds from Frosinone, completely unaware of the role they'd played in tearing a condom at a crucial moment, thereby directly contributing to my advent on life's grand stage. So let me say it now, guys, wherever you may be, my sincere thanks. That fateful Friday the 13th, I'd been set down on planet Earth as an uninvited guest, but that never kept Antonio and Carla from showering me with a fair to moderate amount of parental love, at least for as long as they were married. That's another story, though, and an infinitely sad one. If I'm up for it, I'll tell you about it later.
The second most important day of my life was September the 11th, 2001. While everyone in the world was staring at their TV sets, a special news broadcasts played and replayed footage of two Boeing 767s slamming into New York's Twin Towers, giving the rest of the world a new enigma to puzzle over and the American people a new enemy. I was in a restaurant at the beach with all of my closest friends and Paola, the love of my life. It was a classic end-of-summer dinner, and it had been planned for weeks. But in truth, this was no ordinary grilled seafood banquet. It was the night I was going to ask Paola to marry me, the furthest thing imaginable from her mind and my friends' minds.